Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks, to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. I'm very excited to be with you this week. Before I dive into today's session, how to meditate, I want you to know about a very special event I'm doing, an online event I'm doing that I'm inviting you to, that you can attend as my guest for free. July the 12th to the 19th, I'm doing a very special online event called the Surrender Summit. Let me repeat, The Surrender Summit. You can go to www.thesurrendersummit.com, register for free, invite your friends, invite your family, be there, spread the word, Trust me, folks, it's going to be life-changing. I'm inviting on some of my friends, John Gray, Neil Donald Walsh of Conversations with God, Michael Beckwith, Marcy Scheimoff, Dr. Sue Mortar, Barbara DeAngelis, Martha Beck, Jack Cornfield, Catherine Woodward-Thomas, Matt Kahn, Mike Dooley, Hal Dwoskin, and many more. Mark Victor Hansen, I mean, the list goes on, folks is outrageous. This is going to be historic. I want you to be a part of history. www.thesurrendersummit.com, July the 12th. Put it in your calendar, register, spread the word. I'll see you there. So here we are, folks. How to meditate. So often people ask me, I mean, probably once a week. How do I meditate? How do I meditate? How do you meditate, Coot? I'm going to answer some of those questions today. People ask me, how do you meditate? I can't meditate. I don't know how to meditate. Could I give up meditating? I'm never going to be good at meditating. Maybe you feel that way. Maybe you don't. Maybe you meditate regularly. But several times a week I get this question. I believe that meditation, true meditation, can be a profound, powerful engine in your healing, in your transformational and spiritual evolution. The true meditation can be life-changing. True meditation, done consistently, can be perhaps the foundation of your spiritual practice, in your spiritual growth, in your, your awakening. Many times people tell me, but I don't know how to meditate. People tell me, I don't have the time to meditate. And I would say, if you're someone that says you don't have the time to meditate, you can't, you're especially someone who can't afford not to meditate. And so I would like to just simplify meditation. I'd like to simplify and demystify meditation. It's not some woo-woo concept where you have to wear robes and go into the Himalayas shave your head, 
It's not some crazy process where you have to get a, a, a fancy certificate to meditate, do a crazy like 15-day training. It's not something where you have to suffer and torture yourself sitting still for 15 days, not move, don't eat. These are old, I think, concepts about meditation. There's a lot of different talk about meditation. And there are different forms of meditation, different kinds of meditation. There's slightly different kinds of yoga, and there's different kinds of food. McDonald's is food. In-N-Out Burger is food. Bacon is food. Kale is food. Anything can be food. On some level, anything can be meditation. And so I think different meditations or different practices serve different functions and different kinds of meditations have different effects, different results, uh, different impacts inside of your consciousness and your nervous system. And I think different meditations serve a different function like, like a toolbox. You have a hammer, you have a nail, you have a jackhammer, right? You can't use one tool for everything. One thing I will say is that a lot of people who are now doing these uh, meditation apps, could I meditate? I'm listening to music. Could I meditating? I'm, I'm, I'm dancing. Could I meditating? I'm doing a guided process, you know, with music in the background. I think many of these things are called meditations, but I would say that they are not meditation. Can anything be meditation? The answer is yes. Anything can be meditation. Having sex could be meditation right? Jogging could be meditation. Cycling could be anything. Let's put it this way. Anything done with present moment, total awareness can be a meditative experience. Doesn't necessarily mean it is meditation. Anything done with awareness and presence can be meditative, as in calming, because it brings you into a present moment focus. Now, a lot of people, I think, are lumping in guided meditation and meditation, uh, mindfulness with meditation. How I'm going to define meditation is in a specific way, in a specific, for a specific functionality. One of the things I will also say is, so, so mindfulness, just to clarify, is when we bring our attention to something, an attention to an object, we meditate, we, we focus on a candle, we focus on the breath, we focus on the body, we focus on something, a, a, a piece of nature, a part of nature. To me, I consider this mindfulness where your mind is engaged, where your mind is being focused, your mind is being directed to something specific to bring you into this time-space awareness. There is still mind. Meditation, in the way that I, I practice it and the way that I teach it, the way that I uh, talk about it, is going beyond the mind altogether and going beyond your own ego's sense of self. I think one of the reasons that we resist meditation, any of you resist meditation, like, we know meditation is good for us, but many times we just somehow 
we don't have time to spend 15, 20, 30 minutes a day, 25 minutes, let's say 50 minutes a day meditating. We just somehow don't have the time, but we all have the time to scroll through Instagram and Facebook and chit chat and text, but we don't have the time to spend 15 minutes meditating. Isn't it, isn't it amazing, folks? I think there's a reason for that. The reason for that is this. To me, meditation is simple, is natural, and effortless. Not complicated. It's simple, natural, and effortless. Easy. It is a process and a practice truly of not non-doing, not doing anything. Path of naturalness and ease. It's a path of non-doing. And you know, how, how difficult is it to sit and do, you could say sit and do nothing. In meditation, you're saying to someone, just sit and do nothing. Why is that so difficult? Because for the ego, our perceived sense of self, what is the ego? I did an entire podcast about, about this a few podcast episodes ago. Listen to that. Our entire ego, our ego, which is our sense of self that we identify with as ourself, a, the, this construct based on conditioning and past experiences that we hold on to for a sense of me, is so um, resistant to meditation, sitting, being, being, effortlessness, doing nothing, not engaging and reinforcing itself, that one of the reasons we unconsciously right? I call it the unconscious resistance to meditation. We unconsciously resist meditation and doing nothing is the ego starts freaking out because the ego's job is to reinforce its sense of existence and to do nothing feels like a death, feels so scary and feels like a death to our perceived sense of self, the ego, which we're not, by the way. And so the ego is holding on in a sense of self-contractive state, holding on to beliefs and thoughts. And one of the re one of the ways we reinforce ourselves as egos is we're constantly busy, busying, busy, 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 doing, 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 doing more, 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 stress, 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 drama, 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 doing, doing more, more, more. In motion, because motion reinforces our sense of ego, reinforces our sense of self. I exist, I exist, I exist. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. More, more drama, drama. And notice sometimes when you feel so peaceful, life is so calm. Boom, you somehow do something unconsciously to mess it all up. And now you have to go into more motion. Motion reinforces the ego. Stillness, stillness. In true stillness, ego doesn't exist. Ego is a process. It's a process like pedaling on a bicycle is the process. Ego is a process. And so ego is freaked out when we talk about meditating this way, just sitting, being, doing nothing because its sense of survival instinct kicks in, like, uh-oh, I'm going to die, so I have to fidget, I'm going to die, got to do something. And so sometimes, even us, if we're not careful, even our spiritual practices, as good as, as good as they are, sometimes our spiritual practices can be sneaky, egoic ways to, let me do some special super-duper mantra, let me do a practice, let me do something. Because again, Ego can hide in the doing. And so, meditation is effortless. Meditation is natural. Meditation really, I've experienced this, is about the purification. It's about purification and the purification of your nervous system. So, 
every single thing that's, that's ever happened to you from childhood is stored in your subconscious, is stored in your nervous system, is there in your nervous system. Every memory, every thought, every trauma, every smell, everything your parents said, everything your grandparents said, everything you heard, everything is stored in your nervous system, is deep in your subconscious, is stored in there as a, a kind of layer of mark of conditioning. And so, that being said, there's things deep in your subconscious, pain, hurts, trauma, resentments, rejections, woundings that you might be carrying as energy, energy, energetic frequencies, vibrational resonances in your being, in your physiology, in your nervous system. The nervous system is the antenna to the world. Information comes in. You perceive reality through the nervous system and you interpret what reality means through the state of your nervous system. So if you're carrying a whole bunch of energetic, emotional, psychological uh, uh, debris and toxicity from the past that's unresolved, you won't be perceiving life clearly. You're going to project onto experiences in life what you think it means that it doesn't. And so part of meditation, you see, is the clearing, cleansing, purification, releasing of the old energy, emotions, frequencies that are carried in your nervous system. Meditation is a purification. Meditation is a release. And so many times people think, oh, I'm not doing meditation correctly. I'm not having blue lights. I'm not, I'm not just having no thoughts. So the goal of meditation is not to necessarily have no thoughts. It's a purification. So how do I meditate personally? People often ask me. I would just sit. The hardest part of meditation, by the way, is just sitting your ass down. <laughs> Step one, sit your ass down. That's the hardest part of meditation. Sit down. Number two, sit comfortably. Don't lie down, but just be comfortable. When you sit comfortably, you give your body least resistance. You give your ego least resistance. Ego wants to fight. When you take away all the resistance, then there's less doingness. You can just sit and be. You don't have to force your breath. You don't have to push your breath. You don't have to make your breath happen. You don't have to do anything. And just simply allow your awareness to gravitate, to rest and relax down, like swimming on the surface of the ocean. Your awareness will have a natural gravitation deeper down to deeper dimensions of consciousness, your attention will naturally gravitate down to a deeper dimension of your own being. What I have found when I meditate, there is a natural gra uh, gravitation to being, relaxing deeper into being. And that, that process of dropping deeper is natural, natural, natural. And sometimes people work so hard. We work so hard to try and get rid of thoughts. Good, I got thoughts in my meditation. There's so many thoughts that I'm thinking. I can't stop thinking. It's okay. Don't fight that. Meditation is a path of non-doing. So if you have thoughts, if there's thoughts bubbling around, bumbling around, if there's thoughts floating around, floating around, happening, observe it. But you don't have to push those thoughts away and get rid of those thoughts. So drop all of your preconceived ideas of what meditation is. It should be there sitting in lotus position. It should be there that my mind is completely blank, like Ramana Maharishi, like Eckhart Tolle. i got to just be like totally Zen and speak like and just have no thoughts. Otherwise, I'm meditating incorrectly. 
Imagine I said to you, you can't meditate wrong other than not sit down. And the other guideline is go in the direction of least effort. If it takes effort to get rid of those thoughts, don't get rid of them. Don't push them away. Just be with them. Observe them. It's not about indulging the thoughts, like thinking intentionally, but it's also not about fighting those thoughts and pushing it, pushing them away because that process of fighting and doing starts to reinforce that egoic sense of mind and meanness. you see. And when you go into meditation and you start dropping down, so if thoughts arise, observe them and just let them float by. Observe it, let it float by. You don't have to struggle to breathe. Just let your breathing happen naturally as it does. No special breath. So in meditation, we're not really engaging the you, the I, the ego, the sense of self, the identity, the experiencer. We're not engaging that. And when we don't engage you, this experiencer, the egoic identity, that starts to loosen the grip of you identifying as you starts to slowly fall away. That's what's a little scary for us, you see. So when you meditate, you'll find your awareness slowly dropping down, 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 to deeper dimensions into being. So meditation is natural. Meditation is effortless. It's about not doing but you don't have to force not doing. You don't have to force not doing nothing. If you're observing, if you're doing something, observe that. And that becomes a deeper level of not doing. You don't have to struggle to not do. See, in order, check this, in order for experience, experiencer is you. In order for an experiencer to exist, there needs to be an object. An object, breath, a tree, a thing. Object and experience are in the realm of the relative, this 3D world. So when you're doing just mindfulness practice, observing a mala bead, observing a tree, observing a sky, there is still an experiencer. There is still an experiencer. Meditation is about going beyond the object. See, when you truly meditate in the way I'm, in the way I'm sharing, you go beyond object. You're not fixated on an object, music, clouds, a visual. You go beyond object. You go beyond experience. But you also go beyond the process of experiencing itself. And then you rest into a deeper dimension of being. Being is all that remains. You see, when you transcend the experiencer, the experiencer and experiencing dissolves, only being remains the source of all peace that passes all understanding. And at that level of being, you start experiencing the inherent reality that you don't meditate. The you, ego, I, you don't meditate. Meditation is happening. That there is no meditator. That meditation is simply happening. In fact, it's happening all the time. And so the more you transcend your egoic identity, grip, conditioning, 
in the simple way I'm talking about, I might do another podcast, go deeper, if you would like me to. You start loosening that grip of your own, holding yourself together. You access a deeper dimension of your beingness, that you are, that I am, that we all are. At that level, meditation is always happening. There is no you meditating. We are being meditated. Even if we're consciously aware of it or not, there's a meditation that's always going on. Life is meditation. Life is meditation. And there's no one to meditate. And so, folks, just want you to practice simply. Just practice this. Be innocent. Be easy. Take 15 to 20 minutes and just sit. Eyes closed. No sounds. No music. No object. Sit comfortably. Relaxed. No special posture. No special breathing. And just allow your attention to drop down. When your attention, if you, if you find lots of thoughts in your mind, sometimes the way purification happens from your nervous system is through thoughts. Thoughts are ways that energy sometimes get released, gets released from your nervous system. Don't indulge those thoughts. Don't hold on to those thoughts. Don't resist those thoughts. Just let them release. Let them float out. Don't hold on. Light clouds in the sky. And you'll start finding that there is a gradual deepening and dropping to a deeper dimension of your being. That is your true reality. That is your true self. That is the source of all peace. And the world can be going crazy and up and down. But when you're rested there, and the more you meditate, the more you gain access to that, the freer you are in the world. The more peace you feel regardless of what happens in life. And so, folks, commit to 15 minutes, 20 minutes meditation in this way for the next 30 days. And let me know your experience. Hope you found this valuable. Sending you much love, many blessings. Make sure you sign up for The Surrender Summit, www.thesurrendersummit.com, July the 12th. I'll see you there. Big hugs. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.